We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um... That's so annoying of me. <laughs> I, I'm a dad now. <laughs> Welcome to the Holy Hour. Samson and I'm Liz Ball. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Mass. So, how do you feel about the phrase "sucked off"? <laughs> I feel like it's one of those phrases that guys think is really hot. Like, oh yeah, like she she sucked me off. Like, do guys like, say that seriously? I've never heard like, a guy say it. Seriously. It just sounds very porny, you know. What would you say? Like, so what would you do if like a guy was like? Hey, will you suck me off? Like, like during foreplay? Like no, no, no. <laughs> just, I've never heard someone say it seriously. Like, yeah, I got sucked off. Who fucking says that? I think that if a guy like propositioned that to me, like, "Will you suck me off?" I'd be like, "No," and also, I'm going home. Yeah, I would go. I would, I, you know, I all the way say home. Anything. I would just get my clothes straight on. to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to not even drive home. I'm going to say nothing to you, put my clothes on, and then just walk out your door and all the way home. Like, that is... Well, because I was... Like, I would be... I would need to think. It just doesn't really make sense as a phrase. I'm, like, thinking no, about it. sucked and I'm, like, off. I get sucked, but, like, sucked off, like... I don't like, know. It's instead like, of jacked off, you are like, get off. off. You yeah, get, get oh, off. like, jacked off. I guess that makes sucked sense. Off. Sucked off. I hate that. I hate it so much. I've never heard anybody. I was use wondering it if it was like a coastal thing. Sucked off. It's kind of like how how like you know like how I feel about cock. I hate that. You don't like cock? Not really. So what do you like? Mean? Like if you're like having sex with a guy and he's like, oh yeah, like you like this cock? Yeah. <laughs> well, cock. it always. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it reminds me of that scene in Superbad where she's, like, super drunk, and she's like, you're such a smooth cock. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. I don't like any of the words that we use for genitalia in the bed, though, because it's like, I don't like dick, like, you like this dick. I I just don't like that. It's like, yeah, because that's almost like, cock is, like, too porny, and then, like, dick is, like, boring, or, I don't know, it feels, like, juvenile Yeah, 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 like, yeah. 
Do you like this big dick? Like, there's something about cock that feels, like, aggressive enough. And I, like, I kind of like, like, I, mean, I like being called a slut in bed. Sometimes. Ooh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I feel like cock kind of comes, it's, like, in the family of slut, you know? It's, like, mm-hmm. that's true. Like, this cock. Like, I don't like, what I would, like, do you want this? Would you like this penis? <laughs> well, I was gonna say, there's, like, not a good word. No, there but then, isn't. Like, like we said before, it's just, like, guys will always say, like, do you like my dick? Or, like, <laughs> yeah, like, please compliment it. Do you like this dick? I need to be like, uplifted right now. <laughs> You, I'll tell you if I like it. Do you like my dick? <laughs> yeah, like, if, you, if I want to compliment it. Like, I'm having a tough day. <laughs> Do you like my dick? It's just such a, it's such an interesting thing to, like, ask people questions in bed. Like, I feel like I, I've hooked up with some guys that like having those conversations in bed where they're like, oh, like, it's like, do you like my, my big dick in your, t- <laughs> your tight pussy? Yes. Uh- I hate pussy in bed, too. I hate I it, too. Hate I was it. just about to say that. There's no... Because, like, what's the alternative for pussy? What is it? Do you I, like this big mm. penis in your tight vagina? <laughs> and, and then we put on the rubber medical gloves. <laughs> and a hairnet. <laughs> and, and we put a sheet in between us. There's no... <laughs> with just a hole. It's a glory sheet. Yeah, glory sheet. <laughs> it just gets real medical. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But no, no, I don't know what the alternative for pussy would be. I've okay. never thought about it. Like, s- snatch. <laughs> uh, why do we need to ex- describe the genitalia? Coochie? Well, I like also, like, when guys are like, you feel so good, rather than, like, I love that pussy. Like, I don't need you to tell. I know what I have. I know what you have. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same page about what we have. <laughs> we don't need to go into detail with it. I... I, I don't know. I like basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I I don't want to be asked, like, do you like X about me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to hear them say something about me. Yeah. And I want to say something about them. Yes. Like, oh, you're so fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Everyone yeah. always says, you're yeah. so fucking hot. But it feels like, I don't know, it's Fuck an yeah. ego boost. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, it gasses so me up. I'll do hot. better if yeah. you're giving me compliments. Or just like, don't have to guess yeah, like yeah, just being told like you're sexy or something, or like, yeah, I don't know. No, I like little that. things like that, or like, like I own you. I'm having a really hard time, like, because you're so good with words, like you're just like, it's natural for you. <laughs> so like with things like sexting and talking like dirty in bed, I'm always just kind of like, I don't know, do I sound like? <laughs> Sexting is a little easier, but... You get to think it out. Yeah, yeah. But even then, I, like, have such a hard time. You do have to tap into something, though. You have to be like, okay, I need to, like, not overanalyze this and, yeah. like, just be in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also, I, I mean, like I said before, I'm pretty quiet in bed, so it's, like, it depends on, like, when it's heating up. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll just kind of, like, say And some whatever. sex just doesn't warrant talking dirty. Like, mm-hmm. making love is so different from, like, fucking, like... I never say anything when I'm, like, making love. Yeah, you know? you're just, like, making eye contact. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, more, like, like intense, and I don't know. I've had some guys, like, find out, <laughs> this is a little different, but I've had some guys find out that I like, like, being, sla- like, slapped when... <laughs> like, in the <laughs> face? <laughs> <laughs> I've totally thought about that. No one's ever tried it, though. It's I'm, like, thinking great. about it. Really? Yeah. It, nice yeah. slap in the it's face. Just, there's something about me, fe- like, I, I hate feelings less than in the world but like sometimes it's like fun to like role play like you're, you're like 
being the I, dominant person. In I this. actually totally know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing. But um, some guys will find out that I like that. Well, they won't find out. I will have told them, <laughs> and and then they'll try to do it every time we have sex. So like, oh yeah, I hate that. Sex needs to be different every time. Yes, like if, some days it's gonna be passionate, and some days it's gonna be fucking raunchy and like and sloppy and yes, don't. and sweaty. Right, and that's the kind of sex that you slap someone in the face during. But like yeah. when we're like having like slow passionate sex and then you just like (laughs) whack me across the face (laughs) just like really like into it intense eye contact like gently like kissing your neck and just like a slap in the face (laughs) like are you mad at me (laughs) is this abuse now wrong oh my god like oh god that's so so true I well and this totally like reminds me like I don't know one guy I dated is just like the sex was always the same like it was good but it was always the same Mm -hmm. and I don't know I I can't have the same sex all the time no no you need to know when to differentiate between fucking and sex mm-hmm. and making love. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there are clear yeah. cut guidelines for each of yeah, them. Yeah, there's so many different kinds of sex. Like it can be kinky or mm-hmm. romantic or mm-hmm. passionate or I Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. And have you ever had the experience with a guy where you aren't inspired to have different sex with them? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Absolutely. Do I not want to have sex with this person anymore if I just I'm want just to keep like it the same? Bored. Yeah. I'm just kinda well, like, well So the guy I'm talking about where it was like good but it was the same all the time. Yeah. I I was, like, I tried to change it up. Like, I would tell him when, like, before or, um, I don't know, we had open conversations about sex. I wouldn't tell him during because he was pretty, like, he would take a lot of charge. Um, But I would tell him, like, I want to try this. Mm -hmm. And then he'd be, like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And then it would never Never happen. happen. Uh, He did a lot of, like listening and not acting yep. <laughs> so I know the type yeah and then I was like you know what I don't want to have to like babysit a boyfriend and no. teach him how to be a boyfriend Mm-mm. or like be the kind of You're boyfriend I'm feeding be it to him at that point he's not yeah I'm it. like what else do I need to yeah I I was very explicit about what I wanted I'm handing this yeah. to you yeah I, I understand that um, every time that I've been able to talk to somebody Everyone's about what way I like too fucking gentle with me I'm like oh oh my god so this guy some guys are really good at grabbing like the right part of your neck yeah and it's not just like because it's like choking it's like is sexy anyway but sometimes like with the guy whose name I'm trying to decide what I want to call him some guys are not good at choking no like they push on they your just like wanna, yeah or like you they don't just, like do a full grab don't do a push no. do like a do like a little yeah like yeah push in on the sides I you know what guy, I mean I love the guys with the really Amelia big and I are choking ourselves right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting erotic in my studio apartment <laughs> I love when they have, like, huge hands. It makes my neck feel really small. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what it is, is, like, mm-hmm. wanting to feel, like, little. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Throw me around. Yeah. But also, I'm the boss. But also, you're the boss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I want them to be the boss who is pretending to let me be the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a delicate balance to strike, but... But I was thinking about, like, that my ideal sex would be just, like, both of us fighting for who's in control. That's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good way to describe it. I want it to be like Kylo Ren and like Ray. Like <laughs> Yes. But they are fucking. Yeah. It's good to aspire <laughs> that's to that. That's what I want. No, like that push and pull of like the mm-hmm. you guys are both trying to be dominant would like 
I think that that would make for some really good sex. I know, and I, <laughs> I feel like I recently found that in I'm gonna call him Music Man. So yeah, that's like kind of how it's been with Music Man. Like he is very. Like, we have discussed what each other likes in in bed, but, like, before that, he's the first person in a very long time whose clothes I just want to, like, rip off. You know what I mean? Uh, That's the best. It's the best. I haven't had that, because, like, when I start to see somebody for a long time, no matter how much I like them, it just kind of starts to be like, should we, do you want to go have sex? Like, I don't want to have to, like, be like, should we go to the bed? Like, I want it to just happen. (laughs) I just want to be like, we can't control ourselves anymore, and, like, we just have to get naked immediately. That's the best. Well, and you're, like, you're not in a place where, like, you uh, want, like, a relationship. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And anytime it gets close to the prospect of that, I kind of start to panic. Because yeah. That's like, exactly how I feel, too. Oh I'm like, God. whoa, whoa, whoa. You like me a little too much. Yeah, slow your roll, And honey. I can't reciprocate, so. It's tough because I love companionship. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. So it's really You want to be hanging out with, like, your best friend. Yeah, exactly. And I had that for eight years, so it's, like, now I'm foraying into this this area that I really, really want to just have, like, no feelings attached to anything that I'm doing, but I still have that, like, little pull back to what I'm used to and just, yeah, like, it's want like I want to be person. Your, yeah, yeah, I want to be your friend, but I also want to fuck you all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's, like, I, want the desire to fuck you all the time. Yes, and it's been nice with Music Man because, like, neither of us want a relationship. We're both in that same space. Music Man. Music Man. I can think of, like, the um, the, the musical. Yeah, that's what the I immediately Parade thought. guy. Um, <laughs> he's not like that. <laughs> but it's the first person that I've dated that isn't trying to lock me down. Because mm-hmm. um, every other person that I've dated, even if they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not looking for anything serious either. Like, we go into it under that assumption and then eventually, like, they will be like, wanting more of my time and like starting to get like a little jealous of hanging out with other people I'm like this is what we talked about this is what we agreed to so finally I have this person that is like we are just we're there for the same thing and then like I leave like after we had sex the first time he was like so how do you feel about like sleepovers and I was like no I don't do them he's like oh thank god I was like trying to figure out how to get you out of my apartment and I'm like oh amazing and it wasn't like I wasn't, like, offended about it because, like, we knew going into it that it's, like, just sex, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, The only way I would stay is if I was, like, too drunk Mm -hmm. and it was, Mm -hmm. like, night, especially now that there's a possible serial killer in Seattle. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Like, I'm not going anywhere at night by myself. No. No. Not even an Uber. No. And now they're saying, like, not to call somebody when you're walking because that makes you look more vulnerable. So I'm like, that's always my move. I always call distracted. someone when I'm walking in my car because I'm just like, hey, if anything happens, I want somebody to know that something happened to me. So I'm always mm-hmm. calling someone. But my therapist told me too. She's like, that's probably not a good idea because you look like more of a target. But oh my God, I don't what know. if you like call someone and you just like leave them on speaker? That's a good idea. Just yeah. There, well, I have this app now called Noonlight. Did you see that I posted? Oh about yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's made me feel a lot safer. Is there a Siri setting? A what? A Siri setting for yeah. Noonlight? No. Hey Siri, I'm being kidnapped. Oh. <laughs> There should be. Yeah. Or like well, a key, they like have a one for I'm being pulled over. Oh. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's a super helpful TikTok. So you have to um, turn on the setting on your phone. You have to just like allow it. Yeah. And then when you tell when you tell it you're being pulled over, it um, dims the screen all the way to black and immediately starts recording. Oh shit. Yeah. It starts recording and then I think it does something else. No way. Mm-hmm. Good for Apple. So I was thinking about this earlier today and um the story of Twitter Bay. Mm-hmm. Um I just I don't know. I really loved what my therapist said. So I contacted Twitter Bay 
And I was just like, you hurt my feelings. And I figured I should just tell you if I'm going to publicly broadcast it Mm -hmm. on a podcast, I'm just going to tell you, like, you not saying anything really hurt my feelings. Um, And not saying anything is always going to be the most painful thing you can do. And, oh, my God, of course, like, right now he's, like, running around. Um, But he responded the next day and was like I'm really sorry like I started seeing someone and it was just like weird timing and I didn't know how to tell you and I was like that's fair um and I told my therapist because he texted me like 20 minutes before I had my therapy appointment perfect perfect. yeah and I like told her what he responded with and I was like she was like how do you feel and I was like honestly I feel super relieved that I have an answer now but I also told her how one of my friends, um, I, I like to have a guy's opinion sometimes too. And I was like, well, what do you think I should do? Like, I want to say something and be like, this hurt my feelings. Like, do you think that that's worth sending? And he was like, no, this guy is not worth your time. You've already projected that he's a better person than he actually is. Like, he's not worth anything else. You need to delete him from your life. And I was like, that's fair. Like, (laughs) I was like, damn, I probably am projecting he's better than he is. Um, and I mentioned that to my therapist and she's like, yeah, like it's easy for a friend to say like, fuck this guy. Like you need to be done with him and just like, don't even say anything. But she made a really great point, which is if I just let it stay that way, my, and I don't, um, expect him to like, you know, be the bigger person and say something to me, my expectations are very low. I'm setting my expectations very low. But if I confront him and I say, this hurt my feelings, I am raising my expectations and I'm like not allowing myself to be treated that way and I'm giving them the opportunity to meet my expectations. Mm -hmm. So even if they don't meet them, I'm still saying like, you know, this is not the kind of behavior I'm going to tolerate. And I think that's also, like, an important message just to have to yourself. So, and I'm not, I'm not rudely confrontational. I, I've really figured out, like, I, I, nothing's perfect. But I've figured out a much better way to handle conflict when my feelings are hurt. Which is just to say, like, hey, the thing you did hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted you to know, like, and, and not get angry at them. Yeah. Because chances are, like, they're doing something to protect themselves, to protect themselves from feeling a certain way. And once you go in having that empathy of knowing how uncomfortable it is to tell someone something that you know is going to hurt their feelings, it's a lot easier to be like, hey, this hurt my feelings. I just wanted you to know, like, please don't do it again or whatever. So in this case, I was like, this hurt my feelings, but, you know, no hard feelings between us, like... I still think you're really cool and hot. (laughs) Great experience. (laughs) And then, uh, like, I wanted to end it on a positive. And then when he replied, he's like, he apologized. He told me what might be the truth. I don't know. I'm going to hope it's the truth. And then was like, I think you're awesome. I'm really sorry that I hurt you. And then I was like, thanks for telling me the truth now. Like, you know, I, pre- I appreciate that you're being honest with me now. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I hope that we can still be friends. I hope our relationship doesn't only have to be sexual and, like, because I still think he's, like, interesting and funny. So. Yeah. 
yeah. it's good to end on a, on a high note. I've realized that too. It's like whenever anybody is upset at me for anything that I've done, whenever they come toward me with that kind of compassion of just like, here's how I feel. Like, I'm sure that you are also going through something, you know, like, like acknowledging that, like my feelings are also like <laughs> valuable in this. Like I'm much more likely to respond kindly than if they're like, fuck you. Like mm-hmm. you fucking like cut me out and like, you know, like there's so. Whatever the reason and Whatever is. the reason is. They're like, you didn't think about how I was feeling. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're like. That it's not normal for you to always think about how another person's gonna feel. Mm-hmm. Like in this circumstance, um, I think that Twitter Bay probably has his own reasons, but everybody has everybody like who chooses to ghost. At the end of the day, it's probably because of shame. Mm-hmm. Like when you do need to confront someone and be like, "Hey, this can't continue." Um, you know it's going to hurt their feelings. Yeah. And when it hurts their feelings, like, most of the time, the way people react when their feelings are hurt is to be defensive. Oh, yeah. Or angry. hmm So, I mean, I could have flipped a switch and been like, if you were talking to someone, why the fuck were you leading me on? Why would you, like, do this to me? <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I'm not like that. Like, yeah. I don't know his life. And you're also, like, allowed to be upset and angry about it. But, like, that's why it's so important to step away for a sec before you answer, too. Well, underneath anger is usually just your feelings are hurt. Yeah. You know? Totally. So once you, like, can peel away the anger and be like, why am I really hurt? And it's like, because I feel rejected. Mm -hmm. And that's a normal feeling. So once you just, like, listen to that feeling and be like, I feel rejected. But I know at the end of the day, like, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. Mm -hmm. Or... Whatever it is. Like, I know that, like, my shit's popping. Yeah. And in the in my circumstance, I'm like, well, I knew this was going to end. Yeah. He doesn't live here. Yeah. What, like, what was going to happen? Yes. And we're in two different totally stages of, like, two totally different stages of life. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was inevitable. Like, yeah. and also I'm dating people here. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't completely shocked. I was like, eh, yeah. well, no, well that's, that makes sense. I mean, I think that, like, the unknown can be either something that what I've been saying to you, and I'll repeat now, it's, like, it's so easy to, like, build castles in the sky when you have so little information. Because yeah. you start to, like, romanticize what it is. Oh, absolutely. When you don't have, like, real context. Because you aren't with him every day. You don't know if he, like, shows up late everywhere he goes or, like, his room is a mess. <laughs> like, shit that we color I mean, in I when do we know his people. room is a mess. Yeah, he has, like, six toothbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. Why do you need so many toothbrushes in your bathroom? I, I, like, started to, like, assign jobs for each of them when you showed me, like, the zoomed in of all the toothbrushes I'm like I think he probably uses this one to clean his toilet and this one to clean his mouth yeah I don't know I'm I'm realizing as I get older like how how petty I can be like because sometimes I'll like a guy and it'll take a lot to turn me off from him but then sometimes I'll meet a guy and I'll like him and then like like I went on a few dates with one guy that would bring a briefcase (laughs) every time we went out and the first time I was like (laughs) the first time I was like the first time he brought it we weren't, like, at the point, because it was our first date, so I wasn't, like, what's the briefcase for? I'm, like, maybe he's, like, going to, like, a meeting. I don't know. But then the second <laughs> time... me, he has a briefcase. The second time we went out, he brought the briefcase, and at that point, I was, like, I asked him, like, did you come from somewhere? He's, like, oh, no, I came from home. And then later on in the date, I was, like, so what are you, like, what are you doing after you leave here? He's, like, oh, I don't, I'm probably just going home. I'm, like, what's in the briefcase? Because you, the only thing you're doing today is going out with me, and you have not opened the briefcase <laughs> What's in the briefcase? I'm like, is there? I don't know. I 
I still wonder. I really want to know. What if it was just empty? It's just like I. It just brings it to look like wait, distinguished. Did, you don't know it was still, in the briefcase. I'm still not sure what's in the oh briefcase. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to know what's in the briefcase. I don't. Both times we went out. Yeah, it's very strange. I'm upset. I feel like that might be like a one of those things that you learn a, from like an old briefcase. school like dating like tip video. Like always bring your work things. <laughs> <laughs> like, let her know you you have a you job. Have a job he didn't have a job too so maybe like, that's why he wanted to maybe he's like maybe i can tr- it's the illusion that i have a job <laughs> like you already told me you he's don't have a job. dressing for the job he wanted <laughs> something with <laughs> or briefcase. something yeah he was in school but i mean like you don't a I briefcase don't strange i still think about that but anyway that was one of the deal breakers like, i was like i don't want that <laughs> how would so you petty so like you know men don't carry around purses or whatever so like but they have pockets Right, they make men's jeans have pockets deep enough for your wallet and your phone, so you yeah. don't need a brief. What are you bringing around? Brochures Half the time, like, like women's you... jeans don't have pockets. I know. Or they they are a lot smaller. They are. I was in um, you know, I was in that uh that <laughs> ad for the women's jeans that finally had pockets. Do you remember seeing that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and they went nowhere because they make. Jeans look super weird when they have pockets. It helps, like, these these pockets, that's as deep as they go. What am I going to put in there? You can't put anything in women's pockets. No. Anything. But then men's pockets, they go, like, you get cargo shorts with, like, 50 really deep pockets in it. <laughs> We've never had pants like that. So I have no reason. He has no reason. I to want my purse to around. be on my legs. <laughs> <laughs> So it lo- makes you look like you have like a fat ass, which for me would be nice because I don't have a big ass at all. So I want a butt purse where it's like padded on the outside and I can put my phone in there. That should be one of our first merch my- items. Yeah. Butt purse. We're going to make, we're going to make merch. It's going to be a butt purse. We've actually been talking about what merch we would have if we had merch. Yeah. So keep listening and then you'll get, you'll <laughs> maybe, get a butt. Maybe we'll have merch. That'll be incentive to a keep getting people to listen. A butt plug and a butt pad. <laughs> Like a branded butt plug <laughs> with our faces on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can get an Amelia butt plug or a Liz butt plug. <laughs> it's just me smiling like Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Here's Johnny. <laughs> You'll be the patron saint of butt plugs. <laughs> the patron saint of butt plugs. Even though I've never had any butt stuff. <laughs> oh, I told my aunt about this today when we talked. Because I said that I needed to go. My entire family does not know anything about this. My, oh, now, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, my cousin was in the kitchen with her while I was telling her about it. So now my cousin knows, which means that his wife's also going to know. <laughs> it's spreading like wildfire. Hey. I know my dad listened, but I still have to just, like, kind of entertain the idea that I've, like, only held hands with a guy. <laughs> just blow lightly into his ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a blowjob, baby. That's all we've done. Do you hear that, Dad? I've Will never you blow even... me off? I've never... <laughs> I'm about to choke on my hair from laughing. <laughs> choke on this hair, bitch. <laughs> you like this hair? I was thinking this the other day. Like, if you're hooking up with a guy with long hair, and he goes down on you, and you put his hair back, that probably feels pretty fucking powerful. Oh my god, you're right. You kind you would have to. Yeah, that would feel powerful. <laughs> yeah, if a guy with long hair goes down, I'm down for a long hair boy. Yeah, but if a guy oh, yeah. with long hair starts to go down on you and you have to put his hair back, 
that's that's a that's a power move. But also, I have no idea what it feels like to have hair like brushing your inner thigh. You know, might be kind of nice. Yeah, who knows? Fun little uh, extra little, tickle. But you know, for us, you know, if your hair is in the way, you're like, yeah, trying yeah, trying to get it out of your mouth. I hate when guys don't hold your hair up while you're like, if I don't have a hair tie and I'm just like giving you head and you're not helping me out like i'm trying to use like one hand to like stroke gotta have one hand for the balls (laughs) i need somebody to hold my hair for me and they just don't get it (laughs) just just pull pull her hair back dudes are you listening or have hair ties on your bedside just have i would be a little i would be alarmed if they had hair ties i would kind of like it i've actually talked about because i don't want i don't want another girl's hair tie in my hair While I give you a blowjob? That makes me uncomfortable. I was talking to the comedian about that, because if I don't remember a hair tie, then it's like, that's a struggle. So I said that I was going to start leaving hair ties at his house. And then I thought about it, and I said to him, I'm like, nah, I don't want other bitches using my hair ties. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not, I'll just bring one every time. (laughs) That bitch bitch can choke on her own hair. (laughs) Yeah, not my problem. (laughs) I'm thinking that we're going to talk about weird sex stories. I love this topic. Yeah. I've been I've been looking for an opportunity to make these experiences not for nothing. <laughs> yeah, like weird hookup stories. So mine aren't really going to be sex stories. Oh. They're just going to be weird okay. stories. Okay. When I was in college, um, the guy I'm going to talk about, I'm going to call him real estate. Uh, I think I was, I was about to start my senior year in college and I had moved in like um, maybe a a month or three weeks before classes started into like this like house there was this guy who lived like I knew him and I had always like thought he was super hot um and he was in a fraternity and I had met him at like a few of like the Greek life things that we did and he lived in the one of the houses in our like complex um, and where I lived is called the courtyard. Ooh. <laughs> and if anyone who went to NAU is listening to this, the courtyard is infamous. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Anyways, real estate had lived in one of the houses over the summer and um like when me and my friends signed our lease and moved in, like he was still there with his like fraternity brothers and I don't really know how it happened, but, like, eventually we, like, kissed at some point, and then we were kind of, like, talking and, like, had a thing. <laughs> he He's does like, not I want me to tell this story. Uh, you're talking, I'm talking. <laughs> what a coincidence, <laughs> I also like to talk. Um, so, one of the nights we were making out, and, um, like, we're both, like, fully clothed, I think. Like, if anything, he has his shirt off and maybe I have my shirt off. And I know for sure he had his jeans on. And we're, like, making out. And I was, like, on top of him, you know, kind of, like, that, like, dry <laughs> grind. Mm-hmm. That that denim grind. We called that canoodling in college. Canoodling? Yeah. <laughs> that denim canoodle. It's just, like, damn, I love this denim zipper <laughs> on rub my, my zipper against your yeah. zipper baby rub your zipper on my zipper <laughs> some friction and then um i was also like uh like kind of like lightly scratching like the inside of Ooh, his arm Liz. that was like my thing and we we're like making out and then um he starts like getting really into it and then 
I, I don't know. He like came. Did he like make a noise? Was he like, oh god? Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, well, it was like weird because I was like, wait, I'm like not giving you a blowjob. I'm not giving you a hand job. It's those arm tickles, man. What's happening? <laughs> those over arm the edge. tickles. And I was like, well, so I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then I like kind of kept like, you know, doing the the dry grind, <laughs> the denim grind. He's like, no, no, you can stop. I'm done. Yes. <laughs> It's like you were there. <laughs> Shut up! I was kidding. He was like, Are you serious? he was like, he was like, he was like, uh, making all this weird noise. And then I was like, um, should I stop? And then he was like, well, I mean, I already came. Oh my god! He did. He grabbed a tissue too. Oh my so god. like in his jeans. Yeah. No, Liz. <laughs> So he came in his pants. And then he acted like it was just what was supposed to happen. He's like, oh, no, thank you so much. He had the audacity to be a douchebag to me after that. What? I mean, he was honestly is probably trying to save face. He's like, I'm the cool one in this situation. I am not sure. just like, that's his idea of a good time. I think he's so arrogant that he was like, oh, fuck yeah, I came. It's kind of like your, your sad dry handjob guy. Like... He slut shamed you, but still was like confident enough to like come after saying that. Like, I think that's kind of the situation here. We like, should introduce them. Yeah. They <laughs> just can jerk drop e- the contact yeah. cards to jerk each, each other off. <laughs> Ghost shit. ride the way. I can't believe you've been holding that story back from me. Wow, what a story! Yeah, jizzed in the pants. Ew. Okay, so, um, I don't know. If, I mean, I know that not everybody listening <laughs> knows me. Everyone that is listening that does know me knows that I act as well. I've done film acting for a while. Uh, it was my first love. And I was working on a film <laughs> um, a little bit ago. And I was fresh out of my relationship. So I was like a dog in heat and <laughs> just trying to distract myself from sadness for a while. And I was on a film that there was one guy in it. Um, I'm just going to call him the actor because I don't need to, I don't need any other identifying information for him. He's the actor. In many ways. In many, in many ways. Um, and he was very attractive, but during all of our rehearsals, he was wearing a wedding ring. And then when it came time to film, we were all staying in a cabin in Cleelum, which people that don't live in Washington, it's like right over the pass, so it's like two hours away. So we all had to spend the night there. And when he got there, he wasn't wearing his wedding ring. And it had been a few a few months between our last rehearsal and when we were recording. So I was like, So you're oh. like, maybe they got divorced. Yeah, I was like, maybe something happened. But I wasn't gonna assume. I wasn't just gonna be like, all right, he's he got a divorce, like let's get it in. And, and so, like, the night went on, and we were, like, drinking, and um, it would kind of felt like a frat in there. Like, we were all being hazed. Like, the directors were all, like, making us take shots and stuff. We were filming at <laughs> 5 the next morning, but it was, it was so irresponsible. But we were all really drunk. It does and sound fun. I decided to sleep in the room with the bed bunks. Bunk beds? Bed, bed bunks. Bed bunks. I was like, bed bugs? That's, why would you decide to sleep in there? I wanted that one. I don't know. I didn't want to feel alone. Wanted to bring him home. (laughs) I needed some new friends. So I decided to choose the room with the bunk beds because I was like, there's less of a chance of somebody trying to share a bed with me if it's bunk beds because I get my own, my own bed. So 
he was like, when we were like, it got to the time of night where we were all deciding where we were sleeping, he was like, well, well, where are you sleeping? And I was like, in the bunk beds <laughs> on the top bunk. And he was like, oh, is the bottom bunk taken? And I was like, no. And so he was like, all right, I call bottom bunk. <laughs> I call, did he say, I call bottom? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's a missed opportunity. I know. I, yeah. I should be a man. I'd be him. so good at hitting on women. <laughs> we like got we were like chatting a little bit before we went to sleep, but it was like pretty platonic how we were talking. And so I like when we were deciding to like actually go to bed and turn off the lights, I turned over and I felt the bunk bed kind of move a little bit, like he was getting out, and I like rolled back over and opened my eyes and he was just standing there like staring at me. That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. It was actually kind of like he was just kind of standing there like he was like hanging off of the um the rails like it was kind of like playful how he was like standing there and I was like can I help you? (laughs) And he was like I'm just trying like really hard to like stop myself from coming up there with you and I was like and he was he had always been talking about his wife and how much he loved her like during rehearsals and stuff so like for him to be acting like that and not wearing his wedding ring I was like something happened like just which is not now looking like in hindsight I'm like I really should have pressed for more information like I wonder if he would if he would talk about his wife to prove something to himself maybe to be like oh if I bring up my wife now it's your responsibility for him to not hit Mm -hmm. on you that's such a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I was I'm, thinking. Like, I'm rolling maybe my wedding, eyes hard because that's probably what it's happened. It's probably the truth. I was thinking maybe he was bringing up his wife a lot to like overcompensate for like a failing marriage, you know? Which like you know how people post also their probably like, true. failing relationships on yep. Facebook when they feel like they have something to prove. So I like didn't p- push back because I was given enough information in my eyes at the time, and also I was drunk to be like he's clearly single. So I was like, well, why don't you come up here then? I like said something like. I, I said something like, well, I'm not stopping you. Something smooth. I felt really good about my response. <laughs> and he was like, so he like got up and then we just started like making out. And I mean, I would, I don't think you're wrong for assuming like. Right. It's not my responsibility yeah, to really yeah, stop to, him. To be like, oh, I have morals. So this person probably has morals too. <laughs> yeah. I heard him talk about his wife before. He's not wearing a wedding ring. Something happened. And now he's in my bed. Yeah. 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 I would totally also assume the same thing yeah it was and how are you supposed to bring up someone's wife like yeah i don't know like would, you know, would you, how would your wife feel about you were this? cognizant enough to be like okay well he's not wearing a wedding ring yeah and like he's clearly hitting on me so i'm going to assume that everyone's going to be as normal and thoughtful as i am yes. and not like anyways yes sorry continue you're, and then no, i'll no, you're, pop no, off you're right i mean like i don't know anyway we didn't have sex we were just, like, making out, and, like, there was, like, a little bit of, like, P to V, like, contact, but there was no Ooh, sex. A little rub. A little rub. Rub-a-dub. A little rub-a-dub. So the next morning, we woke up at 5. We got two whole hours of sleep, and we had a 12-hour day of filming, so that was the worst, and we were all hungover. And <laughs> I went downstairs early to get my makeup done, and then when I was coming back up, he was coming, he was going down to get his makeup on, and he high-fived me. He's like, good morning, bud. He did, like, one of those. And I was like, <laughs> morning pee-pee toucher. What? What, are, what is going on? Like, it felt like he was, like, really overcompensating for, like, the friend thing. Like, oh, we're just he friends. Was, he was trying to, like, bro you. Mm-hmm. But then when he came back upstairs after he got his makeup on, I was, like, getting, like, my shit together. Like, I was putting my stuff in my bag. And he, like, pushed me against the wall and, like, started kissing me again. And I was like, I'm getting whiplash. I don't know what you think this is. And then the whole day when we were filming, he would, like, 
I would, like, look at him, and he would be looking at me, and he'd just, like, wink. Like, he was just doing flirty shit like that all day, so I'm like, I don't think that he was just drunk. I think him and his wife are done. Anyway, filmed the whole day. That night, we had, like, the clothes party, like, like the um, rap party, and I was like, can we go talk upstairs? Because I was just getting, like, a bad gut feeling, Ugh. and... Guardian angels gut feelings are the day. It's my favorite saying. Gut feelings are guardian angels. And they really fucking are. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. that I asked. I, I was like, did something... So he met me upstairs. And I was like, did something happen with your wife? Like, did you guys get a divorce? And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I should have talked to you about this. Like, we're in an open relationship. <laughs> and I was like, does she know that you're in an open relationship? Oh, yes. Like, we've gone to therapy. And, like, we have this agreement. And, like, she just doesn't want to hear about it. And I was like... Okay, and now looking back, I'm like, you just didn't want me talking to your wife about it. So, anyway, fast forward. There's so much shit that happened in the middle of this that doesn't matter. So, fast forward. We were seeing one of our cast members in a play, and he brought his wife. And the second I met her, I knew immediately that she was not the open relationship type. She was so quiet and timid and, like, sweet and just, like innocent and I was like you guys do not have an open relationship situation and like we were all sitting at a table together he'd be like squeezing my leg under the table like she would go to the bathroom and he would like start like rubbing my arm and stuff in ways that like she couldn't see after we saw the play sorry there's so many parts to this but I'm gonna try to be fast about it after the play I got a text from him oh I texted him and I was like your wife seems really sweet and he texted me back and he was like oh yeah I'm like totally enamored by her and then the next text was I can't get your smell off of my clothes. Um, It's making me think about you. Like, I can't stop thinking about you all day. You're diabolical. And I never answered. The next day, I got a text from him saying, hey, my wife saw me deleting the text messages. And so she thinks that something's going on between us. Um, Do you mind sending me screenshots of our conversation? And I was like, yes, I mind. Do not bring me into your marital shit. You told me that you guys were in an open relationship. And if she cares about you texting me, then she's clearly not okay with us being doing like what we did yeah um and he was like you're right okay I'll keep you out of it a week later I'm sitting in the jury duty waiting room (laughs) and I get a very long text from his wife yeah oh my god this is her name um my husband has kind of a tendency to flirt with women when he's on new projects but I need to know if more than just flirting happened um woman to woman I need you to be honest with me it was a very long text it was basically just repeating itself and I, um, <laughs> I texted her back. She, honest to God, sweet, like one of the sweetest women I've ever met. Like she does not even remotely deserve anything close to this. I am not on that the edge of does. my seat right now. I texted her back and I was like, hey, um, I told him that I wanted to stay out of this. I totally understand what you're going through. I've been there. I've been cheated on. Um, but like you have, you need to talk to him about it. Like I was, I was given false information about what your setup was and I don't want to be involved in this. She was like, well, you're kind of already involved. You hooked up with my husband. I was like, totally understand that. Wasn't my fault. Like it was not my responsibility. It wasn't your choice. No. I'm sure if you knew that they were together and like he hadn't like misled you. Never. It, it honestly kept me up that I was the other woman. Like I, I never wanted to be that person. I, okay. So I have, something kind of similar to talk about um after we had our company's global summit so i spoke at our company's global summit and i wore this fucking turtleneck (laughs) i looked like i was about to do improv comedy i was wearing this black turtleneck and it said synergy on it and like we did this like (laughs) really corny presentation 
But it was so fun. Anyways, afterwards we all went out. Like, I'm one of the few people who stayed out for a very long time. I made it to this country bar. I guess there's a country bar out in, in Capitol Hillish area. There. I don't know. There was a there was a bowl, a mechanical bowl, and like a bunch of peanuts on the ground. So I went there. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of nice. To, yeah, oh. you eat the peanuts. This is pre-COVID days where you could just get a handful of peanuts. It's and really. Like, it's, it's funny to think about all the disgusting shit we did before we like realized germs can kill us. <laughs> Well, I don't think anyone was like, yeah, there's going to be another plague because we have modern medicine now. So anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, But I mean, I guess the COVID is certainly here. (laughs) It's certainly here. Certainly here. Um, So I made it to this country bar and I really wanted to make out with someone so badly it had been so long for me and there were like a million hot guys there they were all in suits I was like what the fuck's going on because it was getting so hard for me to like get my drink order in and it was because I was with one of our guy friends from work and I was like okay I need to ditch this guy and then I dipped around to the other side of the bar I'm like the only girl at the bar and I was immediately served yes. <laughs> well and we made a bet like which of us could get served first um so I was like I bet I'll I bet I'll win so he gave me his debit card in case I did get served first so I ordered all of our drinks and um it turns out there was also this other company also had their global meeting and yeah so there were people from all over the world and there was this guy from New York explains the Australians (laughs) the Australians Uh, and then there was this guy from New York I was like walking around and I stopped one of them Like, I was like, I'm just going to talk to one of these guys. I stopped this, like, hot guy, and I was like, so what, like, are all of you together? Like, you're the only people in suits here, and there's so many of you. And he's like, yeah, we all came from our global company meeting. And then um, I I was wearing my, like, Synergy shirt, and we were, like, joking about that. And we ended up, like, totally hitting it off. And, like, he was, like, buying me drinks, and I was like, having fun with him and his friends and then he was like um telling me where he was staying and he was like do you mind if I get your number and I was like sure like and in my head I was like I might like fuck this guy like he's so hot he's so fun to talk to like I'll have a one night stand I don't have to worry about that like Mm -hmm. he goes away and um he like takes out his phone and I'm putting my number in his phone and then I see he's wearing a wedding ring what a piece of shit. And then people were like, how did you not notice that before? And I, like, thought back on it. And he had his hand in his pocket <gasps> the whole time. What a pile of garbage. He intentionally made sure I didn't see his wedding ring. And then I, like, looked at his hand and I was like, you're married. And he was like, he was like, yeah. And I was like, do you mind if I ask, why are you asking for my number if you're married? And he was like, I don't want to talk about it. I, okay. And then he hit me up after I had gotten home, and he was like, this is where my hotel is if you want to come. We should find him. I have that reverse phone book app. I want to find him and see if they're still married. (gasps) Because he wouldn't tell me his last name. It's probably on his phone, on his phone plan, though. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's do that right now. Okay, let's do it. I'm on air. Okay. Like, I just don't understand. Like, you don't have to get married. Nobody's, like, making you get married. Like, if you're the kind of person that can't commit to somebody, like, why drag somebody down with you? Stop meowing at me. If, Go away. 
Go. He said, hello, Synergy. Miss you. Ew. Okay, what's his number? Oh, oh shit. That's right. That's why we're here. <laughs> that's such a basic ass name. Just so everybody that's listening knows what we're doing, I have this reverse phone book app called Mr. Number. Please sponsor us. I, <laughs> it's a dollar a month. I would pay so much more than that. But you type in anyone's phone number and it tells you the name attached to the plan. And I have done my best sleuthing through this app. I'm pretty sure this is him. He's hot. He is so fucking hot. Let me see him again. Oof. Those eyes. I know. I wonder if this company has an Instagram. Ooh. Yeah. And he follows it. Yes, he does. Oh, it's private. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's fucking private. I'm going to add him. <laughs> I don't even care. He'll be like, who? Follow. Okay, I requested it, guys. Holy shit. And his his picture is clearly a selfie from his wedding. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah, there's like a hand on his shoulder, probably his wife, and it's like him taking a selfie. I hate this guy. Oh my freaking gosh, guys. Okay, so this is Liz... Obviously, you can tell by my voice that it's me, Liz. Um, But this is the next day after Amelia and I recorded and after uh, we found that guy who tried to cheat on his wife with me. Um, So he accepted my friend request or my follower request on Instagram. And this motherfucker, the last picture he posted was of his wife in her wedding dress. And it says, happy birthday, beautiful. And her birthday's on 420, blaze it. And then um, I, the more digging I did, they got married in October 2019. And I met him at a bar in February or January 2020. That is not that long. That is fucking insane. What was October... November, December, yeah, three months, married for three fucking months. I just, like, I'm, I'm shook, guys. I'm fucking shook. This guy sucks. He didn't follow me back. He probably, like, saw my picture and was like, this bitch. <laughs> That's a fun little update on that that I'm going to insert um, into this podcast at some point. But I wanted to share the information as soon as possible um you know maybe something even weirder will happen within the next 24 hours I can only hope because like I feel like I'm living in a soap opera like what the fuck (laughs) okay back to your um originally programmed listening anyways anyway okay I have a spicy story I'm so excited I love telling this story okay so Amelia's never heard this story and I love telling this story to people who have never heard it so, this is another story from when I was in college. Um, when I had stayed over the summer, um, sh- I need a ni- I need a nickname for this guy. Um, I'm gonna call him Motorcycle. Okay. Because he had a motorcycle, so, obviously. <laughs> because he looked like a motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know what that would mean. Um, so uh, while I was in college, this was my. It was the summer between my sophomore and junior year. I had decided to stay in Flagstaff for the summer. And I made, like, a a fun little group of friends that had also decided to stay there that I knew from, like, my freshman year and, like, had made over my sophomore year. So we became, like, this group of friends. We're all underage. (laughs) So we'd just get, like, fucked up at someone's apartment. 
because somehow we would be able to get like a handle or something. I'd known him very casually. Like he was in a fraternity. I kind of knew him. And then I got to know him a lot better over the summer because he was like hooking up with my friend. And um, like things fizzled out with them pretty quickly. And he was also from Vegas. So I was like, hey, if you're ever, if you ever need to go back to Vegas, like I have a car, like you can totally carpool with me. And he was like, actually, I want to bring my motorcycle back to Vegas and then bring my car up here. Um, But I'm worried my motorcycle might break down. So next time you go, I'll follow you in my motorcycle. And I was like, okay. Yeah, one of the weekends I'm like, yep, I'm going home to Vegas this weekend. It's my brother's graduation party. Like, feel free to, like, follow me in your motorcycle and let me know if, like, it breaks down. We can figure something out. My mom's like, do you want to invite motorcycle over for your brother's graduation party? It's, like, a big barbecue. I was like, sure, I'll let him know. Like, the invitation's out there. He decided, he was like, yeah, I mean, if it's not, like, a serious thing, I'll totally just show up. And I was like, yeah, come through, get some food, whatever. And then while he's there, he's telling my mom and her friends this story about they're both teachers. So he starts telling them how he was homeless in high school. He says that his mom, oh, he got kicked out. My mom was like, you know, teachers are trained to look for like signs that a student might be abused or like homeless or something. So my mom was like, well, where did you stay? And he was like, I would sleep under the bleachers. She was like, did any teacher, like, reach out to you? Like, how did you take care of yourself? And he's like, I would couch surf when I could and, like, you know, t- take showers in the in the gym, um, like, before school started. And then she was like, did a teacher notice this? And he's like, yeah, I my, my counselor noticed and, like, set me up with, like, um, this, like, homeless teens service um, where they give, like, housing to homeless teenagers and, like, give them, like, um, uh, grocery gift cards. Yeah, so he tells them that story, and it was just, like, very moving to see, like, some someone who has been helped by the education system, and yeah, I was just really moved, like, watching this whole thing happen in front of me, and then, um, we kind of went our separate ways for the summer. Like, I went back to Flagstaff, and he stayed in Las Vegas so he could, like, he lived with his aunt and then and then he was like I don't know my fast was gonna go through and I was like that fucking sucks I hope you can come back so then I go back to college and then school starts and then I was in charge of my sorority's recruitment so I was like doing my own thing after being in charge of recruitment any lady who's been through recruitment knows that that shit is exhausting (laughs) um so being in charge of that I uh appropriately decided to get very very drunk when it was all over (laughs) when all was said and done I was like I'm getting fucked up (laughs) hell yeah so I went to like a fraternity party and then um motorcycle was there and I was like oh my god I didn't know that you made it like I didn't know you made it back up to school like you said your fast phobe might not go through and then I like um he was worried like his aunt was gonna get evicted so he was like trying to help out with rent for her and that's why he stayed in Vegas and then I was like I thought you weren't gonna get your FAFSA and like what happened with your aunt like did you guys end up being homeless and he was like yeah my aunt got a or not homeless Uh, um, I was like did she end up getting evicted and then he was like yeah my aunt got evicted um but I was like what'd you do and he was like I actually stayed with your 
with your parents. Because when he was at the barbecue, my mom was like, well, if you ever need anything, like, you can always stay with us. And so I remember that. And then he's like, I actually stayed with your family. And then I was like, what? Oh my God, my mom didn't tell me. And then he was like, I was just really ashamed that I didn't have anywhere to stay. And um, I remember that your, your mom had offered to let me stay with them if my aunt got evicted. And I like took them up on that offer and I asked them not to say anything to you because I was just really embarrassed. And I was like, oh my God, that's like, I... I can't I, like that's so on brand for my parents and I was just like I can't I can't believe that you stayed there over the summer and like I was just like very touched yeah um and I was like how did you get into my house and he's like I just used the garage code and I was like well, did you ever hang out with my brother and he's like I mean I I was only there so I had somewhere to sleep like I, like I if I was there he wasn't really there and then I was like <laughs> asking him other questions and he was like yeah your mom would just like text me if there was food in the fridge or something and I was like oh my god that's so moving and if any of you guys know my mom aka mama b mama b is everyone's second mom Mm -hmm. like she loves like being a good hostess because she's been so scarred by like staying at people's places and they're bad hosts Mm -hmm. (laughs) so she like over hosts she's like very good at being a hostess um my mom's your mom is so great (laughs) well your mom sounds great too our our moms would totally get along we're so lucky um yeah so I was just like very moved and I was just like wow I can't believe like I love that my family did this for this guy and then um I ended up making out with him. <laughs> we Once didn't, yeah, we didn't like hook up. We made out, and then um, I was like super hungover the next day, and then I had to go to work like a little bit later, and I and I was a cocktail waitress, so I made it past my hangover by then. So I went to my cocktail waitressing job, and then I called my mom really quick before my shift started, and then I was like, "Hey, mom, um, motorcycle told me he stayed with you guys over the summer." And she was like, what? And then I was like, yeah, I mean, I know he told you not to tell me, like, um, because he was embarrassed. And then she was like, what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so I told her the story, and I included all of the details he told me. Like, I was like, he said he got in with the garage code. He said that you would text him that there was food waiting for him. And then he said that, like, my brother wasn't home or, like, when, when he was when he was there like he because my brother is like always out with friends always so it was just all these specific details that really matched my family's behavior I do not like that yeah that's so psychopath stuff like really mm -hmm. so then my mom was like no he never stayed here like she offered the opportunity and he never took them up he never stayed there and I was like hungover trying to process this and I was like what the fuck and then I was like I'm about to start my shift I like I'll talk to you after this and then I called back and my dad was freaking out my dad was like do not talk to this guy ever again like don't talk to him and so I was like ignoring him he kept trying to hit me up and I was like avoiding him and then I like went home and he showed up at my door because our dorm rooms like the Greek life dorm was just one big building so he shows up at my dorm room and then he's like why haven't you been like responding to me and I was like 
you lied to me about staying with my fucking family for the summer. And he's like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to seem closer to your family. What? And I was just like, why did you think that you could tell me this and I wouldn't find out? Right, you're going to follow up with your mom. Exactly. And I was like, obviously you know how close I am with my family. And you really thought you could tell me this and I wouldn't find out? And he's like, I feel like I... I don't know. I just was saying it in the moment and I wanted to seem closer to you because I like you. And I was like, there are other ways to do that. What the I fuck? was like, this is crazy. It's Ew. fucking crazy. That's really scary. I talked, so I had brought this up to my therapist. Like, if you met him, you would know he, like, it didn't seem like vindictive. Like, he. It's so weird to explain. Like, I mean, clearly I'm, this is some psychopath shit. Well, t- but he... I don't think he is the kind of psychopath that would hurt someone. It's just, like, the the ability to, like, scan a room and be able to pick up on details. Like, you have a garage code. Um, He's heard that, like, may- maybe he heard in conversation that your brother's out every night. He knows that your mom is the kind of person that would, like, text him to say that there's food in the fridge. Like, yep. being able to, like, pick out those details and construct such a lie is scary. That's... Vindictive yes, or not. Exactly. That's scary. Anyway, go on. So when I talk to my therapist about it, I'm just like, I, like, this shit is crazy. Because also it happened years ago. So, mm-hmm. I, like, I've been seeing my therapist for a year. But when I talked to her about it, I was like, it was just something that had come up, like a memory that had come up, which that happens in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, well, you know, that might have been better than what actually happened to him that summer. Oh, shit. Yeah. <gasps> and I then, didn't even think about that. I know. So, because oh, I was man. like, I was like, I never felt afraid of him. Um, I was like, definitely like, what the literal fuck? But I never got this feeling that he was going to hurt me. So, but I still was just like, what the fuck? And then she was like, well, you know, that might have been better than what actually happened to him that summer. And um, I bet that he did really like he saw your family dynamic and wanted to experience that. And oh. I was like, Fuck. And, like, compulsive liars can convince themselves that things happen, too. Oh, yeah. But it's like, oh, you can, like, you can corroborate that story very quickly by just calling your mom for 10 seconds. And I'm sure he knew that. And my therapist is sure he knew that. But it gets even fucking crazier. How? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I didn't know this until recently, but he... Has been doing TED Talks on how he was homeless in high school. And then his family is commenting on it. And they're like, he was he was never kicked out. He ran away from home. Like, his family's doing fine. He ran away from home. And, I mean, we don't know his home life. But he has been able to, like... He, li- he did a whole, like, vlog series where he was homeless on the streets in New York and raised a bunch of money to donate to the homeless. So, like, he is a fucking sociopath, but he's, like, being a good guy as a result? It's fucking crazy. It's so weird. Like... I'm so confused. <laughs> Amelia's hell? brain is melting in front of me right now. How did you... I would be scared that I was, like, like... Cl- close at all to somebody that was so capable of like lying about shit like that and there really is that's like um 
I mean, when you're That's 21, like a, you're kind of like not. Like, I was too focused on myself to be like. Like, whoa. Like, I knew that. I was this? like, oh, this guy's fucking but crazy. But in hindsight, like, what? He is the insanely fuck? hot, though. Let I me show you what it. he looks like. But, like, holy shit. Like, can pull, like, that is some serious lying. Yes. That's, like, intense. And then to go and give TED Talks afterwards. He gives the balls. fucking TED Talks. He gives TED Talks about being homeless. Grandpa has something to say about that. Grandpa's Liz's cat. We don't have an old man yeah, in here. <laughs> and I just wish that he would be quiet. Grandpa, come here. Yeah, I know. You're going to see him and be like, I might let this guy lie to me. <laughs> oh, God. Holy shit. Oh. Wow, what a name on that one. <laughs> well, that's his model name. It's not even his real name. Of course he lies about his name. I know. What the fuck? He probably didn't want his family to continue tracking him. Wait, does he have other pictures? <laughs> yeah, he does. Holy shit. <gasps> I know. Man, he's like stupid hot. This is a bizarre story. So, um, in episode one, we called this guy in the next story to Pump Chump. So we're going to call him that now. So... Um, I went out to the bars with, um, one of my girlfriends and she invited this guy that she has been seeing for a little bit and he brought his roommate who happened to be two pump jump. And I was like completely disgusted by him from the beginning. Like he was really pretty. He had like piercing eyes, but he was just like how were he carried himself or? was annoying. They were like green, but like they were like a, it was like a color green I hadn't seen before. And I was like, so this guy, um, two, two pump, pump jump. jump gave me his number at the first bar we were at. He's like, we should probably hang out some time after this. And I really think it was just me not showing any interest in him. I don't think that he was used to that, but there was just something disgusting about him to me. Um, so I put his name in my phone as his first name and then whatever the fuck, because I didn't, I didn't think I was ever going to talk to him again. Um, spoiler alert, I didn't. <laughs> but he like, we kept going out and like we kept getting drunker and like my friend was all over the guy that had come out for her. So anyway, we eventually ended up back at their apartment and um, he offered, we, we needed to spend the night. We were like way too drunk to get anywhere. And so my friend slept in her guy's bed and then like the um, two pump chump offered that I slept in his bed, but he was going to sleep on the couch, which I thought was really nice. I was like, oh, he like put yeah. me in his bed. His, his sheets were fucking gross. I was like, wait, where, why were they gross? They were like, um, it looked like oh, there was dandruff all over them. Ooh, yeah, it, it, it was very ew. clear he hadn't changed the sheets in a long time. And they were really like pulled out. So there was like a lot of like folds in the sheets and it was just disgusting. Like I felt gross in there. He hadn't cleaned his room in a long time. He had this beautiful apartment with this like unbelievable view of the sound. And it I was wish you guys disgusting. could see my face. Yeah, she's, yeah. I'm fully disgusted. It was honestly the grossest place I've ever been. And he, it was a very nice, it was a condo. He owned it. And I'm like, don't you want to take he care of your shit? It? Mm-hmm. He owns it, and it has a beautiful view of the sound. If you can't take care of your, care of your apartment, you can't take care of And me. he just he just fucking jizzes in his sheets. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and absolutely the case. And lets them be there. The place was so... Liz, I, like, it, was, it wasn't, like, messy, like, there was a lot I'm of so, stuff. It was messy, deserve. like, there was just, like, little pieces like, of paper dirty, kind of all over the place. Like, like little, like... Dirty, was, like, messy. Dirty. And, like, the whole place smelled like burnt pizza. It was, Ew. It was, like, the work. Anyway, so he, like, put me in his room, and he was closing the door, and I was so drunk. And he, like, I was just, like, most of these stories, fresh out of a relationship and just trying to yeah, hit and the ground running. Yeah, at that point, you're just kind of like, I'm like, should I we just have sex? Well fucking do this. We should probably just have sex. So I was like, well, no, why don't, you, why don't you just, like, sleep with me? And he was like, oh, is that okay? And I was like, 
we love consent. I was like, 100%, that's okay. And so... Um, like, damn, now that you asked, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was sliding before. I'm definitely <laughs> extra sliding now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Amelia's face is like, yikes, I can't believe this. <laughs> We're good at that instantly. So he, like, got into bed, and we, like, instantly started making out. And he was on top of me. Zero foreplay, by the way. Boo. Yeah. He got on top of me, and he was like, he said, this won't take long. And I was like, well, Getting wait. close to the microphone, he said. This won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> this is a note for the fellas. Foreplay is a must. And also never say that to anybody. Yeah, never say this won't take long. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want to say, know that. Um, don't even say anything about the time. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> yeah, just don't say anything. <laughs> if, if you're going to say anything, it should just be like, you're so fucking hot. <laughs> yes. And then be like, I came early because you're so hot. Like, you could circle back on that comment. You know, that's if you need to double down on you coming early. If you are tr- if you know it's not going to take you very long, you can say something like that. But wait. Wait to say that. Yeah. The other thing that you should say and do is, I want to make you come. Yes. And then, you know, maybe even tell just be like tell me how i can make you come mm-hmm. put a little bit of elbow grease into it honey. i feel uncomfortable that i'm yeah, i'm like essentially whispering. whispering this feels like 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 rated r npr <laughs> np rated r <laughs> it totally is yeah. we just need some like light like flute music over this <laughs> and it'll be np rated r or just like heavy breathing <sighs> hey fellas to another edition of Fresh Air. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to an episode of The Holy Hour. <laughs> Is that going to be our new Hello? intro? <laughs> <laughs> Listen harder. <laughs> God, I hope I leave this in. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. I'm done upstage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (sighs) Okay. Anyway. So anyway, the story is gonna pale in comparison to what just happened, but I'll continue it. So, so he says this won't take long, and then he is a millisecond away from entering me, and I was like, hold up. Do you have a condom? And he rolled his eyes like I was, like, <laughs> asking him to, like, build me a house. Like, he was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, sis, just go and grab it. So he grabbed it. And I was like, if anything, he's upset because it'll take him longer, right? Because it's not going to feel as good with a condom on. Wrong. <laughs> he literally meant it when he said, this won't take long because he lit. I was on top. He laid there. I'm like doing it with my body right now, but no, nobody can see it. He laid there stiff as a board for 30 seconds, made no sound, did not change his face the entire time I was riding him. And then he goes, I would be like, are you dead? Yeah. I was like, I'm not even kidding. Do you have a pulse? Nothing behind his eyes. Oh God. And then he was like, I came. <gasps> and I was like, 
okay. <laughs> um, okay. And so I climbed off and then he was just, he just like kind of went to bed and I was like, wow. Okay. So then I rolled over and like also went to sleep and it was maybe like, I like drifted off for like a second and then like I started to feel him like, like grabbing me and like touching my boobs and like rubbing his hands on, on my ass. And so he was like trying I for a round two. I that. He was trying for a round two and he would not let up, you know? Oh my God. And so I just kept kind of playing dead i was like i'm not hooking up with this guy again that was a nightmare and so he gave up and then jacked off next to me for 10 minutes i had to listen to him jacking off next to me for 10 minutes and then he came i heard it he made sound that time and then i started to hear him snore and i snuck out and i like ripped open the door (laughs) where my friend was with his roommate and i was like we have got to go i'm calling an uber she was like okay she like got out of bed and we left and then he texted me the next day and was like, last night was so great. Um, like, was it? Do you remember it? Like, where? <laughs> Who? When? <laughs> are you texting the right girl? Yeah. This is, this is, this is Amelia. Um, are you sure you have the right number? And then he was like, I would love if we could get drinks next time. And I said, sure. And then he just never followed up. I think he probably got the hint. But it was the, I've never had to listen to a guy jacking off next to me. For 10 minutes. It, I don't know. I just felt, ah, it just like makes me feel icky to think about. Do you think he was lying? Or do you think he came twice? I, I hope that he's lying. Because like he he made no indication that he had come. Yeah, I would think that he was probably lying. All right, well, um, we want to be able to also give you guys what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So please let us know what you're enjoying and what, what you like. And maybe we'll like start doing mini episodes where we're just, we're only reading stories and giving advice. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're, t- we're down for whatever. Like we obviously, we're adaptable. yeah, <laughs> we're adaptable and we're obviously having such a fun time, like recording this podcast and having topics and telling you guys like funny stories. Yeah. Um, but we also like really love hearing from you guys. Mm-hmm. So we want to know what everyone is enjoying so we can give you guys more of that. Yeah. And like keep doing this because it's been such a blast. Yeah. Please read, um, <laughs> Cardi B 316 <laughs> in your respective Bibles. And that's on the holy hour. And that's on that's on scripture. And, baby. That's, and that's on scripture. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>